Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. Yeah. juice is good. Very good. So good. Championship week, here we come, and we are going to build the ultimate championship week same game parlay. Actually, it was two games, so we'll just build a parlay for the weekend. It's going to be a six-way feast. Anthony Rothman, Moneyline Mark, I'm Scotty Vegas, and what we're going to do today is we're each going to come up with two props for the weekend, and uh, we are going to put those six together and see what kind of odds that we can get. I know that I am ready, locked and loaded, going to do this bet, so uh, I will uh, I will start out with my first two guys, okay. and then we'll get to you guys, and we'll go Mark next, and then Anthony uh, to round us out to figure out exactly what our six-way parlay is going to be for the championship weekend. I will start out, guys. I like Brock Purdy passing yards over. And uh, a big reason why I like this, and that prop number right now is 274.5. If you look at the Detroit Lions defense, especially against the pass, it's horrible. They were Horrendous. 31st in the league in defending the pass. The last uh, game... Uh, they gave up, I'm sorry, the last three games on average, they gave up 345 passing yards per game. Absolutely awful. Last week, they gave up 319. I just feel like, and, and I know the fact that this game is going to be in good weather in San Francisco. I think Brock Purdy is going to put it up. And I think that I am going to go with the prop of Brock Purdy over 274 and a half passing yards. I thought about bringing it down guys to 250 and do that at milestone. minus yeah, a milestone at two, minus 225, but I'm pretty confident that he gets to 275. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that in as my first one. And then my second one, it's kind of a lazy one, but uh my opinion is McCaffrey is definitely going to mm -hmm. score a touchdown this weekend. <laughs> so I've got him at minus 370 as an anytime touchdown. I thought about maybe first touchdown of the game. That's three to one, but I'm going to go a little more conservative. 15 out of the 18 games that the 49ers have played this year, McCaffrey has scored a touchdown. So it's come through in 15 out of 18, scored two last week. The fact that Debo's a little banged up look, looks like he's going to play on Sunday. I think I like the fact that maybe uh, he takes advantage of maybe Debo's not 100%, and I think that I feel pretty good about McCaffrey getting into the Enzo. So if you put my two together, those are the first two legs of the parlay. Mark, where are you going for your two? So it's all about the running backs for me this weekend, and I'm really locking in on Pacheco and Gibbs. Um, both are great receivers out of the backfield. Both are going to get a lot of touches, you know, handoffs as well. So I got 75-plus rushing and receiving for Pacheco. And then uh, mm -hmm. for Gibbs, uh, 50 rushing and receiving. You know, every time that dude touches the ball, Gibbs, you know, he could take it to the house. So I think he's got just some good wiggle, and he's just an explosive player. I think 50 is extremely low for him. Um, so I, I almost think that's a gimme. And then Pacheco just gets a lot of touches. So I really like the running backs this weekend. So his over under on rushing yards alone gives is just forty eight and a half. 
So if you're getting him to 50 with rushing and receiving, then I think you're in a pretty good spot there because I think his combo over under 76 and a half. So yeah, I, get, I, getting, I did the alt line. Yep. That's smart. I Listen, Scott said something that I'm going to say on my show today. We do a pressure segment on my show, and I'm putting the Lions secondary in the pressure cooker big time. I mean – well, hopefully they don't come through. Between, no, <laughs> but they're under serious pressure. I mean, uh, Vildor and, and Sutton have just been absolutely roasted. And with the weather being better and no glove on Purdy's hand and all that stuff, I mean, he, he found a way to throw for 250 last week in the rain anyway. Uh, last drive helped. Um, I'm, I'm kind of with both you guys on this. I don't think I'm going to go down the Purdy route. I felt like I wanted to go with Ayuk because of the Debo questionability, but now, you know, he's practicing limited, you know, but I think I could correlate it with Scotty and take the Ayuk receiving yards and get him, but he's at 82 and a half. And it's a, that's a decent number, but if Purdy is going to throw for 275, I know I don't really want to go to Kittle. Kittle's at 61 and a half. So basically what I'm telling you guys is I like Scotty's opinion on that this Lions secondary can be thrown upon. Which guy do I grab? Do I grab Ayuk or Kittle? Those are my two choices because I really don't – Debo's not even being offered right now because we really don't know what he is. So either I have to take Ayuk over 82 and a half or Kittle over 61 and a half. And I, I feel like – Maybe the Ayuk is a hair safer, even though he's a higher number. But I, I'm very much torn. So I need your guys' help there. Ayuk or Kittle over their number. If I like Purdy like you do, Scotty, he's got to throw to somebody. Or I could do it this way. Let me give you one more option. CMC over 36 and a half receiving yards. Ooh. Would he check down? He gets on those wheel routes. All we need is almost one pass, and CMC might get that. Okay. Because me... remember, CMC's total of com- combo receiving rushing is 128 and a half. So should I just take the CMC over 36 and a half receiving yards? Here's why I would consider uh, talking you out of IUK real quick. Yeah. Uh, last six games, 32, 25. 114, mm-hmm. 113, and 37. So it's like feast or famine. With but him. it's the Debo effect. I get that. But, it, you know, Debo was out a lot against Green Bay, and he only had 32 yards. I mean, what if he gets hit? What if he gets tweaked? I guess what I'm saying is if you believe that Purdy, and you said this, I know. you believe Purdy's going to throw for what, 280? Or whatever 275. he's going to 275. 275. Who's getting those yards? Yeah. All right, Mark, I, what I, do you I think? Agree Scotty. I agree with Scotty. It's Kittle. I, I like Kittle for sure. You can even uh, outline on him sporty, and I guarantee he's going to hit at least 40. So I, I really like Kittle. All right, if you want game. me to go ultra conservative because we're building this together, I will go Kittle then. If you 50? want me to just do milestone 50, I could do milestone I, I 50. I think he's going to cover that. All right, let me see what milestone 50 would be. Let me give you the last – Actually, I could give you the last six games for Kittle. 81. Now, he had 29 in the very last week against Washington. I wouldn't really worry about that one. 
Then you've got Baltimore 126. So we went for 126 mm-hmm. against Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. 10 targets. He had 50 against Arizona, 76 against Seattle, 68 against Philadelphia. So he's been consistently going over 50. I love that call. I know. I, I really like, I do like Kittle here. I like either one of them. Like I said, you could talk me into the CMC over 36 and a half receiving yards because I have a funny feeling a couple swing outs and we're getting that number. But I think if Purdy is going to throw down the field and Kittle is the guy. So do you guys want to milestone it at 50 yards? Yeah. All right. We'll do the Kittle. Do you agree with that, Mark? I I, I like Kittle Absolutely. over Ayuk over and over yeah. CMC. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. The other one I do like, and Mark hit on this, and I think that I will take the Jameer Gibbs. I know this is against the Niners, but didn't Aaron Jones have – did Aaron Jones have a decent day against the Niners? when I didn't think he would, he had a great day. So Jameer Gibbs, and I've said this a million times on my show, this guy is a walking first down. Like you hand him the ball uh, and he sprints to the outside. Now it may be different against Chase Young and Nick Bosa. I am a little worried about that, but his over under number is only 48 and a half rushing yards. I mean, if the Lions are going to stay in this, don't you feel like he's got to get to 49 yards rushing? Like it's, I, I mean, I could do something with Amon Ra, but now I don't think that we can, when we're putting this parlay in, I don't think we can take the over on the rushing yards and over on the rushing receiving yards that Mark already did. Okay. And the only thing that makes me nervous about that, Anthony is how the game flow is. Yeah. 49ers are up by a lot. They're not going to be handing it off to Gibbs, but they may pass to him. So let's do this. Then maybe I go to, I don't like, by the way, I don't like the Niners secondary either, Scotty. Yeah. I think they can be thrown upon. And so I could either go back to Laporta and here's what I might do with Laporta. Instead of taking yards, I might take catches with Laporta. I think that might be a little safer. He was kind of high. Wasn't he? Was he at four and a half? Is he that high? Well, I know his over under, I think is 48 and a half uh, receiving yards. Do we think Laporta can hit that? Okay, just a second, though, because Laporta was a little banged up, and now he He is back at practice. He practiced yesterday, so that's a good thing, but he's been banged up. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. They they signed Zach Ertz for depth. I I just feel like he didn't practice Wednesday. He did Thursday. All right, well, then let me ask you guys this. Would we go with an alternate star? To try to, if, if, if the Niners are going to take away or try to take away Amon Ra as much as they can, we can either lean into Amon Ra and say he's the best guy on the team, he's going to get over 84 and a half receiving yards, or we could say Josh Reynolds over 34 and a half and stay away from Laporta and Amon Ra. Actually, I've kind of changed my mind. I would go back to Laporta. Looking at it, I'm not that worried about his injury. 48 and a half is his, is his over under receiving. And how many receptions? Well, Mark said his over-under is four and a half, and he wants to stay away from that. I feel like he's going to feed him all day, but he's got to get open. I like the yards. I like the yards, yards too. 48 and a half. Okay. So So I'm I'm Kittle at 50. I'm taking both tight ends, essentially, in that game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's funny. We've mostly – I know that that Mark went with – 
Pacheco uh, with the receiving and rushing yards of 75. He's got that toe injury, but but otherwise, okay. yeah. But otherwise, guys, we have all five of our other player props are, are in, in the that late game. game. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Maybe because we just thought it'd be a better passing game. I mean, we could have attached ourselves to Mahomes a little bit. He did it with Pacheco, but um, none of us wanted Kelsey. None of us wanted Lamar's. Oh, we I don't want to touch Lamar's over under rushing yards because they're just too high. Okay. Um, so let's put these in. Purdy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to move Purdy to 250. I, I feel more That's confident safe. in that. Two, per, uh, Purdy over 250 passing yards. Yep. We're going to go with CMC to score. Yep. Pacheco, 75 rushing slash receiving yards. Gibbs, How many is that? Uh, 75. Okay. Gibbs with 50, same rushing slash receiving. Kittle with 50 receiving yards and Laporta, 48 receiving yards. So those are our six. We've got them down. Now let's see if we have a consensus on who's going to win these games. So we got that player prop. That's in. Uh, we need to look up the odds. We'll, we'll look up the odds on, on what that six looks like. Yeah, I will we'll have to put that in. Uh, now, Mark, maybe you can pull this up because I was unable to get the odds on Gibbs receiving slash rushing yards at 50. I couldn't find that. So, Oh, as far as what it pays? Yeah. I'll get that for you. So you want the rushing combo, rushing receiving combo. Of Gibbs at 50. At, oh, at 50. So it's a milestone. Do you have that I, number, Mark? No, I can real it's quick. It's minus 500. Minus 500. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. It's a lot of juice. I mean, his <laughs> over under rushing is 48 and a half. We're doing rushing receiving at 50. Okay, now so. throw in the Pacheco 75 rush receiving. Oh, you guys are going to make me go back and forth here. Yeah, sorry about that. We want Pacheco's rushing and receiving. Yeah, and it's at 75. The toe jam. Toe jam's rushing receiver. Wait, it's oh, it's only at 75, so you did a milestone? Was that a milestone uh, bet? Yeah, it was. Um, yep. minus 180. Okay, so throw that in there. And then uh, then we'll we'll add in the Kittle, Laporta, Purdy, and CMC as well and get that total. Uh, but let's go and preview the games as well and uh, who we think will win. For me, I've been on the 49ers. I did a huge... I did a huge futures bet, guys, where I took the 49ers with Ohio State next year to win the national championship. Long way down the road, but I, I, I thought at 6-1 to one value at the time for Ohio State, I wanted to do it, and I added the 49ers to it. I think the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. I really do. I think they're significantly better than the Lions at just about every single position on the field. The only one that I question a little bit is quarterback. I think Goff and Purdy are pretty equal as far as quarterbacks, but the rest of the field, I think it's it's advantage 49ers, and it's a home game, so I'm on the 49ers. I actually would be willing to give the seven or seven and a half on the spread. It's weird because this has gone the directions I didn't think they'd go. They, I mean, Kansas City was already over a key number. I'm shocked that now that's gone to four. And now the Lions have crossed seven to seven and a half. These are just fishy. They smell bad to me because when they first started, I loved the dogs. I couldn't believe Mahomes was getting three and a half. And I thought the Lions are certainly in the mindset where they can go toe to toe with the Niners offensively. And I thought 
man, if I can get a touchdown to start. Now they've gone the other way. So now what's happening is the books are screwing my mind up. They're like, because when you look at these on paper, you can't tell me that you wouldn't rather have the points. You can't. I, I, on paper, just in my mind, like instant reaction was, wait a minute, you're giving me Mahomes in four? Yeah. Like they got to cover that somehow. They are yep. a, they're a little beat up. But now that that thing's gone to four, I, I'm going to make the Ravens cover that. Like I'm going to take the Chiefs in the four. I just, uh, you know what? Let them prove me wrong. I mean, I know they're great, and everybody says they're one of the greatest teams analytically over the last 20 years, and they might be. And there's no question that the Ravens-Niners seem to have uh, the heavyweight feel to both of them. But I'm telling you guys, I don't want to overthink this. I'm not going to let the books F with my mind anymore. I'm taking both dogs. I'll take them at four, and I'll take them at seven and a half, and I'll live with the consequences. What about you, Mark? Right. Where are you for this weekend? So I, I'm I'm doing pretty much the opposite of what most people think. Um, I think Detroit, with their coach and everything they have going on, I think they co- go into San Francisco and shock everybody. And oh, I, plus two eighty. I'm going to take, take the points, uh, seven and a half. But I, I I'm going to be betting on the money line, Detroit. I think they're going to play a lot tougher than people think, um, and I think. You know, last week, San Francisco barely won. Or was that whatever? When they were playing Green Bay, they barely won yeah. that game. Was that last week or the week before? Anyway, was last they barely week. won. I mean, that was a close game. No, they should and have lost. I, I mean, the Packers had the ball up four in right. Niners territory, and they missed a field goal. And I think Detroit's a better team. I think they're talented. I think their coach, obviously, is just a hard-ass. And I think they go in there, and I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Ooh-wee. Um, on the flip side, I, I am the complete opposite. I think Baltimore is going to destroy the Chiefs. I think Baltimore is just going to just just run all mm. over. I think they're going to be running all game, and and I really expect Baltimore to win by more than four. So I'm going to take Baltimore and then Detroit. So I'm kind of going the opposite of most. So that's interesting. Um, I like I do like your thought because here's the problem: Mahomes is the great polarizing guy. Nobody likes to pick against him. He's got the Brady feel, and he's getting four points. However, and he, by the way, he's been great as an underdog. Isn't he like 9-1-1 one, and one or something as an underdog? Like, he's been unbelievable in that regard. But you're confident that the Ravens are going to run on them, and that's going to be the key. I, I, I am, and I, I just – I haven't been that impressed with Kansas City. They've got lucky, you know, winning some of these games. I, I think Baltimore is the, the best all-around team in the whole NFL right now. I know a lot of people think it's San Francisco. I think it's Baltimore. So Harbaugh, it might be all Harbaugh. Harbaugh wins the national championship, and then mm-hmm. this Harbaugh wins the Super Bowl, my prediction. They are incredible against they're, – they're an incredible defense, too. And if they, can, if they can run and play defense, that's a heck of a combination. It really is. Um, and maybe that's the reason, Scotty, that that spread is moving that way, that Vegas isn't going to just back. Remember when everybody backed Mahomes against that Tampa defense in the Super Bowl when he had no offensive line and he just got wrecked? Like, yes. that's a very yes. similar feeling that, like, that nobody wanted to bet against Mahomes. And then, so I'm looking up Kansas City's rushing defense. They give up 113.2 per game. That's about middle of the pack. Hmm. Um, but if you start looking at at 
at uh, Baltimore and their defense. Now, they give up 109.4 yards per game rushing, but their total defense and their points per game, you guys know that Baltimore is giving up 16.5 points a game this year. Um, What's Kansas City? 17.3. Like, their defense is pretty good, too. I think Kansas City's defense is a hair underrated, actually. I think that's what's keeping them kind of, you know. Maybe an under? It's not their offense. Yeah, what is the – let's check the over-under on this game. It's uh, 44 and a half. So you'd have to get a 24-20 game. Man, I I thought that Buffalo and Kansas City could stay under, which was stupid because it was basically over in the third quarter. By the way, a 24-20 game would be a push right now. Yeah. Um, The Lions-Niners over-under is 51 and a half. Interesting. Huh. Either one of those jump out of you guys? Uh, I actually think maybe over in that San Francisco-Detroit game. Mm-hmm. So you get like a 28-24 game, something like that. Yeah. I think I think the 49ers are going to move the ball at will. And I know you're I know you're on the Lions, Mark, but, man, I just – It's Purdy, I have a hard it's time Purdy not making mistakes. If Purdy doesn't make mistakes and he's as efficient as he can be, I agree with you. I am so worried about that Niners second. I mean, the Lions secondary. I am. I they got roasted by Tampa. Mike Evans took Sutton and made him a freaking hand puppet. He didn't. There was nothing that he could do. And and the fact that Tampa had the ball with a chance to come back in that that just tells you. I mean, Baker Mayfield was dicing them, and yet you give it to Purdy. I just think. I just, boy, I agree with Mark that the Lions, unless the Lions get incredibly nervous, but Goff's been there. Goff's played in the Super Bowl. Now Purdy's hosting an NFC title game. Pressure's on them. The only thing you think about is, did San Francisco get their rust off? Did yep. they? Did They They that got was the their one rust game. off. They got their, yeah. their threat, and I yep. think they're going to be fine. All right, let's, let's wrap up with this. Uh, the two teams we think they're going to be playing in the Super Bowl. I'll start. I think it's uh, 49ers, and I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going boring. I'm going the two favorites, Anthony. No, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a problem. I, I'm I'm picking the favorites, but I'm taking the dogs to cover. That's all. I just feel like the the Kansas City will play a close game and cover that four, and the Ravens will squeak it out with a Justin Tucker field goal or something like he always does. And then I think the Lions need to strike first. They need to. They need to. If Goff's playing from behind, I get worried he might force some stuff, and then that could get weird. But if the Lions can throw the the first punch in this game, I think they're in it through four quarters, and then I like having that seven and a hook. I was going to buy it up anyway to seven and a half, and now I don't have to. Yeah. All right, Mark, we're both on the favorites. You're not. What's your official (laughs) pick? You know, the 49ers are not the same team with, without a healthy Debo. Debo is a They're great not. blocker. He, he runs. He, there's so many things. And he's kind of a, a leader of that, that offense. He's arguably just as important as CMC. Now, CMC is obviously a bigger star. But he, to the team on the field, I think he's just as important, if not more than him. And I think that matters. He's banged up. I'm taking Detroit, Baltimore, Baltimore wins. Ooh, okay. All right. So we got our picks in. Our player prop, again, just to recap, by the way, I, I, I put it into the system, and we're getting a little bit more than 7-1 to one on our six-way parlay. And, again, that parlay was Pacheco, 75 rushing slash receiving yards. That's a milestone. Mm-hmm. Give, and it was minus 180. Gibbs is minus 500 at 50 rushing slash receiving yards. Should be a relatively conservative one there. No, I think he was he was minus – 
500, you said? Well, for the rushing slash receiving. Oh, I thought he was minus 180. Which one was I thinking? Was that minus... was Pacheco. Okay. That was Pacheco. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Kittle, 50 receiving yards. Laporta, 48 receiving yards. Purdy, 250 passing yards. And CMC to score. And I've got the number at plus 715. So We do need Laporta, though, to go over 48 and a half. I, I just had it at 48. Okay, I think it's over under 48 and Is a half. Is it 48 and a yep, half? Okay, yep. so we need 49. We basically need 50 okay. from both tight ends. All right, that's our parlay. We're going to put <laughs> it in, see how we do next week, see who screwed us, because somebody <laughs> always does, right? <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking Super Bowl. This is Cashing Out.